to Rico 12 Speaker Meeting Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm a child of an all-powerful and all-loving God and a recovering addict, and I'm blessed to be the host of this meeting and podcast. Um, today, I get to issue a mea culpa again. This is the second time in 157 meetings that this has happened where I recorded an entire meeting, or I didn't record an entire meeting. We hosted an entire meeting, and when I closed it out, I realized that I never hit record. So, this is me issuing a mea culpa um, to the audience here. I've already had the conversation with Anita H., who did just a really good job sharing her experience, strength, and hope on her topic of choice, which was staying strong through the cravings. So anyways, I'm going to do a quick intro reading, and then I'm going to do a, try and do a little summary of it, and maybe a little insight of my own, so that we have a some experience, strength, and hope posted here, even though I will be doing it secondhand from what Anita H. shared with us. So anyways, here's the business of the meeting. Uh, RICO 12 is an organization with the mission of learning and sharing the similarities of, all, of addictions of all kinds and gaining and sharing tools and hope from others who are walking a similar path. We come together from all places, faiths, and backgrounds to gain tools and hope from others who are walking a similar path. Speakers from our past meetings have represented so many fellowships, addictions, and afflictions, and we look forward to continuing to add to the diversity of speakers and backgrounds. If you come from a, a, a fellowship that you have not heard before and you have something to share, some experience, strength, and hope, please reach out to me, rico12pod at gmail.com, and we'll set you up uh, to be a future speaker. Today's speaker for the 157th uh, meeting was Anita H., whose topic was staying strong through the cravings. And it was it was very heartfelt. It was very good. She spoke from the heart, and she was very courageous. We learned in that uh, a little bit that I will fill you in more on here in just a minute. I'm going to do a little bit more business. So Rico 12 Family of Recovery Resources re- recently added another um program that will help the addict who is suffering out there. It's called Rico 12 Shares. And uh, Rico 12 Shares is an open to anyone, anytime, or asynchronous, as someone told me earlier this week, kind of a nerdy word, but I really like it. It's a shares-only, unaffiliated 12-step meeting. All are welcome to record a solution-based share that is uploaded to be part of a short 20-minute recorded recovery meeting available in podcast format anytime, anywhere. To listen to any of the 10 recorded meetings so far, or to learn more and to record a share of your own, please visit www.rico12.com forward slash shares, or click on the links in the show notes of this podcast. There are also a couple of other Rico 12 Family of Recovery resources on the horizon that I'm super excited about. Uh, We should be uh, getting more, I should be able to share more information on that here within, uh, I'll say within two, two months Um, I'll be able to share more information on that, maybe sooner. Now, your donations and subscriptions are making all of this possible, as there are costs to all of them. And on that note, RICO 12 is a self-supporting service. We appreciate your help in keeping us working our 12th step in this manner. We gratefully accept uh, one-time contributions through PayPal and Venmo through the links in the show notes. We also have uh, started a new monthly subscription program called RICO 12 Spearheads. To join in and help support these cool projects, please consider donating at uh, rico12.com forward slash support. The link will be in the show notes. All right. So this week, as as I mentioned, Anita H. shared, 
uh, her, the light reflected from her, from, uh, that inspires hope, meaning worth and growth in us, the listening audience. Fortunately, there were over 25 people in there that got to hear live her share. And those people I'm sure walk away a better person, a stronger person because of that share. The rest of you get a little synopsis based on my notes, but here's a little bit about Anita. This is her uh, bio that she sent me. So Anita, like me, is also from Spokane, Washington. And that makes it even harder because I know her and I didn't hit record here. But anyways, she was born and raised here. Her sobriety birthday from alcohol is November 21st of 2018. She previously worked as a chef. That is where her alcoholism started, or so she thought. In all actuality, from about 14 or 15 years old, she was already planning how she would drink. Then, at the age of 19, she began drinking. At age 20, one of her co-workers died right in front of her, and that experience caused PTSD. This is when her alcoholism really got bad. And as she later shared, uh, she also started mixing uh, cocaine with that and was drug had a drug addiction also. Um, she was chasing alcohol and drugs to try and get the images out of her head. She nearly drank herself to death in 2018, and the damage she did to her organs from this drinking is unfortunately permanent. She says that each day comes with a new challenge, but she has to take it one day at a time. Alcohol, Anita says, does not care who you are, how many degrees you have, how rich you are, or how much you are loved by others. Now, her, her share was really, really powerful. So some of the things she talked about is that um, she went over a little bit of her history, talked about uh, cocaine being mixed in, the, in there, and talked a little bit about the experience she had watching her coworker die in front of her and the panic that that ensued and the, 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 the trauma that brought about. And she, she just had to find a way to numb those feelings, to get those images out of her mind and nearly like, like in the intro, nearly drank herself to death. She developed pancreatitis, um, in 2018. She spent nearly nine months of 2018 in the hospital, including two weeks in a coma and she shares that while in the coma, her grandparents came to her in while she was in the coma and said, hey, God isn't done with you yet. And so that brought about a, a change. She talked about how in her teenage years, she rejected church. She rejected God. At 17, she believed she was an atheist. Um, and then in the room where her coworker was dying, her boss and she, as they were trying to figure out what to do while paramedics were there, um, her boss turned to her and said, I think I feel Jesus in the room with us. And that kind of hit Anita where she said, yeah, I think I do too. And that, that kind of turned a key in her belief in a God, but, um, still did not cure her from alcoholism. Um, now some of the things that she said that, that uh, some of the character defects that she identified in herself were the propensity to isolate when things are hard, she wants to isolate and she talked about how she gets out of isolation by connecting with others, by taking her dog for a walk, by getting out of the house, by going to the pharmacy because it's a target. And heck, there's fun stuff to do at Target. And I'm really grateful that I'm remembering these things. Good stuff. Um, she talked also an analogy on cravings. She said, you know, when I mix alcohol in my life at any point, when I mix whatever it is that becomes an addiction in my life at any point, it's like pouring pepper in a salt shaker. You know, I'm as a, as, as a child, as, as a non-addict as whatever I'm, my salt shaker is just pure salt, but mixing in alcohol or drugs or whatever the addiction is, 
can be compared to having pepper poured in there. And it doesn't matter how how long you shake the, shake the salt out after being clean from the addiction, every once in a while a grain of pepper is going to come up and that's gonna, that represents a trigger or a craving that may come up that needs to be addressed at that time. And that was an interesting visual um, uh, that I, that she shared that I found, found quite powerful. Um, she addressed a couple of things about the anxiety she has about being on Zoom um, and how during COVID she stopped working her program because of that anxiety, because she couldn't go out in public and the anxiety of Zoom. So she, her joining us for this was a big deal. And man, that just kind of puts a, a, a knife in my side that, uh, that I didn't hit record. But she did a great job. I'm so grateful for, for that. Um, some of the questions asked were how being involved in recovery helps with mental health because she also suffers from mental health issues, as, as alluded to here with anxiety and depression, isolation. Um, and she answered that beautifully as when, when one is worked, the other one is lifted. And when the willingness to do one isn't there, the other one suffers. Um, she also talked about looking for blessings in hard things. Um, that is something that, uh, that really hit me is when uh, she does a gratitude journal and she, even on the hard days where her, her, her organs are failing, she, the damage she did in addiction is permanent and she has to go in every six weeks and have a procedure done on her pancreas to, to help things function and to help her function because the pain, um, but uh, she always writes basically a gratitude journal. She checks in with two of her friends, five things she's grateful for, even on those hard days. And it really helps a lot. We had several other questions from the live audience that um, right now aren't coming to mind. But I just want to share once again um, that as Anita shared her experience, strength and hope on, um, on you know, overcoming cravings um, being strong through the cravings, the, her, her love for herself. In fact, she said, I actually genuinely like myself. One of the questions asked was, how do you define um, not regretting the past nor wishing to shut the door on it? And she beautifully described how she recently had a creative writing assignment and was writing, Hey, if I could go back and change anything, what would I change? And she started writing things. I would change this and this and this and this. And by the time she was done writing, she went, no, I wouldn't change any of it because all of those experiences, negative and positive have brought me to where I am today. And I would not have the ability to have the compassion and the uh, helpfulness that I have now for others who are walking a similar path to me. Um, had I not gone through those things. Um, and that was a beautiful share also. Anyways, once again, I am sorry that I didn't hit record. Um, Anita did a fantastic job and we will just move forward. Uh, not regret the past, nor wish to shut the door on it. I think that's a good lesson here. You know, mistakes are made, imperfections happen. Uh, whether it's myself or someone else that does it. In this case, it's me that made that big mistake. And as as painful as it is, as much as I want to beat myself up, God knew it was going to happen. He knew that uh, that I was going to forget to hit record. And he will make something good of this. And 
I have to own that and say, hey, I will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it and trust that miracles will happen from this and from other opportunities that arise. We hope to have Anita back on sometime probably in the fall of this year to share her experience, strength, and hope either on this topic or something new. We'll see what her higher power directs her to share on at that point. But until then, we're so grateful for your listen. This is a shorter and probably a little bit more boring podcast episode than you're used to, but I'm grateful to um, have this trial. I'm, I'm, I'll do my own little gratitude list. I'm grateful for the technology that is available to record speaker meetings like this. I'm grateful that even when I mess things up, that good things can come of it. I'm grateful for friends that I am um, creating and developing in recovery through this service and many other fellowships that I am part of. And I am just grateful for you, the listening audience of RICO 12, and the great things that you do as you go forward and try to put into action the things you may uh, learn from our guest speakers and the things that you feel inspired to do. All right, here's the closer. And once again, I want to thank Anita, even though you didn't get to hear her voice here and hear her share. I hope I summarized some of it in a way that was helpful to, to, to people. It was a, a very good, great RICO 12 weekly speaker meeting. And if you have any questions or anything that you would like to ask the RICO 12 community, please consider joining our WhatsApp community by sending an email to rico12pod at gmail.com, R-E-C-O-1-2-P-O-D at gmail.com and join in our community, ask those questions, interact with others who are following the RICO 12 podcast and being involved in, this pro in these projects. Um, ask questions, answer other questions, get involved. If you were inspired and want to share something of your insights in a 12-step type share, please go to the RICO 12 Shares SpeakPipe link and record your two to four minute share there. If you have not yet rated and reviewed the podcast and Apple Podcasts, please go do so now. It is a great way to work step 12 and sharing this message with others. I invite the audience to come back next week. Next week, we will be hearing from Layla J, whose topic will be recovery essentials, honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness. I'm excited about that. And uh, thanks again, Anita. Um, Anita's uh, launch off prayer was the re uh, responsibility pledge. And I'll just go ahead and read that. This is the responsibility pledge. I am responsible. When anyone anywhere reaches out for help, I want the hand of AA always to be there. And for that, I am responsible. There is one who has all power. That one is God. May you find God now. Keep coming back, everybody. Let's trudge this road of happy destiny together. Work it. You are worth it.